If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Alrighty then, uh, welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. As I enunciate my T's, I will put in the new heating ducts on Saturday. Does it sound weird as an American to hit the T's really hard like that? Now, nah, put in the heating on Saturday. Rick Tittle, T-I-D-D-E-L-L-E, silent L-N-E. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's the number to call to be a part of the show. This is Sports Talk for the next three hours. We do have to get a comedian in there. We love them. We do have to get a film director in there. We love them. Uh, We will talk college basketball with uh, Jay Billis. And if you think about, uh, he's been on before, but if you think about uh, basketball gurus, uh, he is uh, definitely uh, one of them guys. Them guys, yeah, definitely <clears throat> one of them guys. Also, you can always uh, get in on uh, the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, but uh, also you can uh, write me an email, rick at sportsbyline.com. Once again, rick at sportsbyline.com. S-P-R-T-T-S-B-L-U-A-L-E-N-E, how do you spell it? Yeah, that's how you spell it. And um, you can get in uh, that way as well. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, all apropos applications for receiving the programming here. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, and your cable provider. Get us that way as well. We also, <laughs> as well, we also uh, would love to hear from you if you're watching <clears throat> or if you're listening uh, through the uh, Twitch or watching me through the Twitch, I should say, twitch.tv and the Twitch app. Just search for Sports Byline. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle is the Facebook page. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle uh, as well. So we have three hours. Your participation is encouraged. You don't need to do it. But come on in and get heard or just come on in. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. And lines are available. If you would like to chime in at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Whenever any entity is raided or under attack, there will be a defense 
uh, mechanism that will be put into place. And what I'm talking about is the Pac-12, being that USC and UCLA are defecting to the Big Ten. There were some reports yesterday that the Big Ten is in deep discussions with multiple other Pac-12 programs. And that is the schools in the mountain time zone, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Buffaloes, and Utah Utes. And that would make the Big 12 an 18-team league, the largest in the country. They were also talking about just merging the Big 12 and the Pac-12. They said everything is on the table. Well, there's no question that the Big 12 is being very aggressive in expansion, but despite the Big 12's attempts, the Pac-12 released a statement <coughs> saying that it would immediately begin negotiations on its next TV to- contract and going forward with as little as 10 teams. Now, the two schools that popped out to me, if you wanted to add two more schools, would be San Diego State, which has over 30,000 students. It's one of the biggest schools in the country. And also Fresno State. But to them, they're probably like, ugh, San Diego, maybe Fresno. Eh." So they don't want to look like bottom feeders. Now, I thought they looked that way when they got Colorado and Utah, quite honestly. How dare you? I went to Salt Lake City. But Anderson, the... Um, with the uh, athletic director at ASU said, there's no way we're leaving the Pac-12. <clears throat> and another source familiar with the negotiation says that the Pac-12 is not going to get a new deal right now. But what, they're, what they are going to do is they're going to enter into the old exclusive negotiating window. That's one month long. And that's what their current rights holders, which are Fox and ESPN. And that's before they can entertain authors from other bidders. But, of course, they have their own Pac-12 network, too, with 10 teams. Larry Scott was the guy that went out to get Texas and Oklahoma, came back with Utah and Colorado. He went to get Oreos, came back with Hydrox. But before the Pac-12's statement that they were going to do this TV deal... One industry source suggested that the Big 12 and the Pac-12 should just go in together and get a big, massive network. So you think about now, football-wise, who is the class of the Pac-12? Well, Oregon, right, and Washington. Stanford, in the last 15 years, has stuck their head up now and again. Oregon State stinks. Cal, even though it sends players to the NFL, they have stunk my whole life, except for a season here or there with a bowl game. Uh, (laughs) You think about um, Washington State up in Wazoo, they stink. So you're not going to pay big, big money. They have to hold on to Washington, Oregon. Now, Washington, Oregon can say, we're now the big men on campus, or they can say, we got to get the hell out of here. Is this sinking ship? We want to play in a conference with big, big schools. But if you think about it, you know, you go to the Big 12 and some of these schools like Iowa State and Purdue and Illinois, which to me is like saying Wazoo, Oregon State, and Cal, they now have much more cachet. 
They're also thinking about adding those four Pac-12 schools to become travel partners. Remember, they've already added BYU, which I'm sure they regret because BYU does not have the same cachet as a Pac-12 school. Now, maybe it will someday. But the Arizona schools are just a couple hours apart, and they would love to add Phoenix. Phoenix is a top-10 market. They would love to add Phoenix as uh, to their conference. That would be a major acquisition. But what the Pac-12 cannot afford to do is just stand around. And the lingering question is, who even has leverage in adding a team right now? So um, I think, you know, if you think about the morass, that would be the Big 12 with uh, 14 teams. And you would say, well, <clears throat> if we have 14 teams. Come on in and be, you know, one fourteenth of this contract or, oh, no, now we can get into the Pac-12 and be part of this school, which does have a great tradition of the can you imagine playing in the Rose Bowl for and uh, there's no L.A. teams in the Pac-12? But the Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah, they would bring the annual average value that it lasts at least half the members of the Big 12 right now. And you think about uh, Texas and Oklahoma getting out. That's one of the big reasons the Big 12 expansion would work in this case as the conference would not aim to make its slices of media rights pie smaller. It is not yet known whether adding Oregon or Washington is viewed in the same way, but it would be. But this is, of course, assuming that Fox, who's a half partner with ESPN, is even interested in doing a deal with one of these or even both of these reconstituted leagues. If not, ESPN could become the primary rights holder if they want it. And there is a relationship to be repaired with the Big 12 after the outgoing commissioner, Bob Bowlesley, allegedly said there was a conspiracy with ESPN, the SEC, uh, and um, they thought there was no conspiracy. But the new commissioner, a guy named Brett Yormark, you left your mark here, Listen, the Pac-12's average AAV dropped from $500 million annually to $300 million annually for the remaining 10 teams. This is according to the San Jose Mercury News. So that means $500 million, $500 million to $300 million. That means with those two schools gone, USC and UCLA, instead of getting $42 million per school, 10 divided by 300 30 million per school. So <laughs> a Big 12 team would get 52 million per year. Now, there are other players in this. How about Notre Dame, our lady? Notre Dame says they want to stay independent, but with the possibility of earning 80 to 100 million dollars a year in the Big 10. Listen, Notre Dame has left on the uh, money on the table before for a long time. They have held on to that scheduling independence, that one-of-a-kind marketing power. I remember when they came out to Stanford, they brought their own books. They brought two bookstores, took over a building, line around the block of people trying to get it. So I don't think they're going to join. But this consolidation of money and power atop these 32 programs in the SEC and Big Ten, this is sending shockwaves. through. What, what would a playoff look like when a unanimous vote is no longer needed to approve an updated structure? Would there even be a playoff? So the 98 schools left below the SEC and Big Ten 
will try, I guess, to get as close as they can to being a super conference. The ACC is locked into their deal until 2036. There will be no defections unless they want to try to do an Al Davis and just sue. But for the Big 12, having the flexibility to increase the earning power, the media market, as I mentioned, with Phoenix, which they're not going to get, according to the AD there, and the branding, it's pretty nuts. You want to get nuts? Snoopy and Prickly Pete, did you bring your swimsuit? It's March. Come on back. an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by MedDiet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 
That's 800-738-5332. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker D.M. Cunningham. He has a new movie which just released yesterday on digital and physical platforms from Uncorked Entertainment. It is called Three Demons. DM, welcome to the show. The name, I, I'm always interested in when you make a movie, the name that you almost called it, or was it Three Demons from the Start? Um, it was Three Demons from the Start. It's kind of this um, little inside baseball trick. Is a lot. If you have a movie and you um, name it like something that starts with a or a number something that always puts it at the top of the queue mm. uh, when people are searching for movies <laughs> so there's, you know it, it, it just happened to be that that was the best title for the film um and it also puts it at the you know the top of the queue well maybe i should call this call the show three rick tittle show. <laughs> that's right <I> should... <laughs> <laughs> All right, the subtitle, The Past Won't Stay Buried. Let us know a little bit about what this plot is, please. Well, the the movie's uh, essentially about um, a deputy sheriff who is tasked with watching this dead body out in the woods. And what he does is he ends up, you know, like his curiosity gets the better of him. He kind of triggers this conjuring that this dead body was doing, and it basically kind of opens up this portal for him uh, psychologically about a, a lot of his past demons, his wife and his child had died um, sort of tragically. And so he, he's kind of been, he's had a lot of this guilt and a lot of this shame and everything. And these things that these demons, this conjuring, they attach to him and they really mess with him. So a, a lot of it has to do with his past kind of being put in front of him. You know, I'm always interested in a movie as you go along, you know, how tied you are to the script or maybe as you go along think, you know what, it would be better if we do this. How fluid can you be? Well, when you're making an independent film, you have to be insanely fluid. I mean, things change daily, you know, minute to minute sometimes. Uh, you can be out, you know, you don't have the luxury sometimes of like a, a studio film where you might have a cover set, as they say, where you can go to, okay, now we're going to go inside and shoot in this stage because there's weather. Sometimes you just have to go with it, you know, or, or, or as far as being fluid, if it's supposed to be sunny that day and it's a downpour, you're just kind of like, well, 
how, how do we work this into the script? <laughs> you know, how do you make this work? So your, your story sometimes changes, things change, locations change on a dime. Um, but I think that's just kind of the nature of filmmaking in general. How much of it is, you know, when you say indie film, that can mean anything from, you know, craft services as a box of bagels to you just don't have millions and millions of dollars. So how indie was this? Um, this was, I would say, in a, well, I mean, we had bagels. We had a lot of bagels, actually. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> um, you know, this was, we made this film during the pandemic. So as far as indie goes, we had a crew maybe five to seven on for I would say most of the time because we were we were just kind of isolated and locked down, um, keeping everyone safe, doing the daily checks and everything. I mean, we would have had, you know, a, more, a few more people on set with us, but but we're like a micro budget film, so you know we're we're definitely under the million dollar range on this kind of movie. Now, for you as a director too, um, you know, we we're all products of our mentors and our influences, our teachers. How much of it do you think, well, I, I'm going to borrow this from this director, but I want to, I'm going to make it my own. How do you kind of meld those two? Oh, man. I think everything you do is, you know, is, is when you're a filmmaker or I guess any kind of artist or anybody, um, even an athlete or something, a lot of your stuff is derivative of other people because it gets in your subconscious and you, you're so inspired by them, whether it's, you know, a Spielberg or a John Carpenter or wh whoever you you're that stuff is gets just buried in there. And then you're, you find yourself doing something. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is feels familiar. And then you're like, Oh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm completely ripping this off. So now you have to, you have to put your spin on it. But I think so much of that, of what you're doing is inspired by everyone you love. And, and that's kind of a love letter too, in a way it's, you're, mm -hmm. you're doing your own thing but standing on, you know, as they say, the shoulders of all the other giants. Speaking with DM Cunningham, director of Three Demons, out now. Um, there are a lot of times with, with horror movies you can fall into different tropes and you, you kind of want to make sure that you're unique. And then sometimes just a loud sound or a cat going, Ringer, you know, that'll get people to, <laughs> to, yeah. to, to yep, jump. Yep, the cat. <laughs> right, right. So, um, but then again, sometimes you can't avoid those things either. So, how how do you sort of make sure that you don't fall into this like cookie cutter thing? Well, especially we were very aware of that on this movie because this movie's quite a that you got to really kind of stick with it because it bounces all over the place and in time and space. So, I think that I mean, we do have the tropes of you know, what people want when you're watching a horror film, you want to be scared, right? That's the, why you watch these films. So you, we have those moments when there's like, okay, we're in the dark now and we've got the music and the tension. But I think what, what you do to try to separate it is, is how do we create a scare that maybe we haven't seen a thousand times now? Like you said, you know, like let's not have the cat jump out of the closet, but let's have something else come out or do, or take that and twist it. Uh, so, people still kind of want the familiar, but then they want to see that new thing that you're doing. Uh, so it's a balancing act because there's been so many things that have been done in every horror film out there, you know? No doubt. So tell us about Peter Tell, why he was the right guy. Well, Pete and I had worked uh, on a film that we shot previously called The Spore, 
Um, and I just gelled with him. Like I loved his energy. And of course he's an, an insanely awesome talent. He's just really good. He's raw talent. Um, and him and I got talking about writing a movie together and we came up with three demons and it was like, well, you know, obviously you should just be the character so we can just kind of, as we're writing and thinking it, we know what we can get away with. And here's, you know, my co-writer and lead actor here. And it just, it worked. It was very synchronous and worked really well. Now, so I was just thinking on a budget, it's not that the kind of thing where you can shoot a three hour movie and then go in the edit bay and pull out some stuff. Are you, are you acutely aware of, of time or do you kind of just mash it all together at the end? Well, you know, what's funny is this movie actually was, <laughs> uh, I think it, the first cut I did of this movie was like two hours and 40 minutes. Wow. I think what happens is we we just were out there and we were filming and, and we were just getting so much great stuff uh, that I got back in here and I put the cut together and I was like, oh, well, we can't have a movie this long. You know, it's just it, nobody wants to watch an independent film, uh, let alone like this horror film for three hours so I think what it did for us is it gave us this latitude to cut down and really just use all the good stuff. Like you find that you're like, well, let's trim the fat and get it, which isn't the case usually. Usually you're on a a filming ratio of like, well, you know, I can only get three takes and that's it. So is the sequel Three Demons 2 or Four Demons? <laughs> we joked about that a lot. We're like, oh, yeah, it should probably be called Four Demons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to make sure that everybody gets to uh, check it out from Uncorked Entertainment. It just came out yesterday on digital DVD and on demand. It is called Three Demons, The Past Won't Stay Buried, uh, made by our guest, D.M. Cunningham. Congratulations on the film, and let's catch up on your next one. Rick, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Sure, no doubt about it. And, um, you know, right when he said the plot, I was like, I'm in. A guy is told to stay in the forest and watch a dead body. That's <laughs> already completely terrifying, <laughs> completely chilling. <clears throat> Excuse me at that point. So, yes, you can. <laughs> I almost feel like stealing that idea and, and making it comical. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm not a filmmaker. Um, but still, um, I think about, uh, you know, I, I love horror movies and, and not just the slash ones, like the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Um, I'm not into that. It's just, you know, ooh, I'm in your nightmares. Ooh, I'm going to slash you. Now, um, you know, the first Halloween, one of the greatest movies ever, all 75 sequels, no. Uh, the Jason movie, Friday the 13th. I remember when I was in high school, my mom dropped me and my brother off at the Oaks Theater on Solano in Berkeley, and we saw um, Friday the 13th in 3D. So you could see, you know, of course, if he's doing that, then Freddy is, um, Freddy. Jason is throwing spears and shooting arrows, <laughs> things like that. Now, it's all garbage. You got to come up with something a little more intriguing. The psychological... Thriller, or as we had yesterday, Lovecraftian, another word that's hot right now. All right, come on back. We'll do a little comedy with Willie Mack.